Welcome to The Numbers Game, episode 139. I'm Jason. I'm joined by Nick and Marty, and we're excited to be back for another new season. Boys, how are we going? Uh, feeling good, thanks, Jace. Great to be back, as you say, and, you know, I've just been tripping the life fantastic in the off-season. Uh, went to the Paul McCartney concert. When you're over 50, you can enjoy music like the Beatles. Harmony, stories, fantastic. Uh, but what a great night. It was uh, three hours of just uh, hit after hit. My son loved it. My wife loved it. 50,000 people just had a ripping time. But as you know, I, I get impressed by some of the subtleties and uh, what I worked out that each concert Paul McCartney does generates $6 million in revenue. So I'd like to be in that yellow submarine. That is uh, a ripping effort by Paul. But what a great night. Uh, parking was crap around <laughs> trying to get out of the joint took me two hours but yeah had so much fun and uh Beatles have their last final hit that came out now and then and it knocked off Taylor Swift uh off the top spot in the UK and the US so sorry all you Swifties uh <laughs> yeah the Beatles are back so yeah very very excited great to be back Nick how are you my friend uh, refreshed, very refreshed, and geez, what a time to be in Melbourne. Of all the uh, all the bad things that have happened in Melbourne over the last few years, it's um, <clears throat> times like these where you you realise why we're here. So it's Spring Carnival is coming up by the time we're recording this, and uh, it's Monday in the office here. There's about three people in the office. Two of them are kicking a footy around. <laughs> um, so it's pretty much a day off in Melbourne. Let's be. Um, Let's be honest, unless you've uh, you've got a, a podcast in high demand and you need to just push episodes out. So here we are grinding when everyone else is uh, at home and looking at the, at the form guide for the next few days. So how are you, Jace? Mate, I'm not too bad. You said you're uh, refreshed and recharged. Um, mm. I, I wish I felt the same. I made the unfortunate or had the unfortunate uh, happenings of going to Bali to have seven business days of recharging and getting some sun and unfortunately spent half of those with the worst barley belly of my life ended up um, in a medical clinic with a drip hanging out of my arm and a bunch of medicines so and I think it was a five or six days of um, not being very well but anyway we're back um, I will bounce back I will recover um, you're right though spring racing carnival it's exciting times in Melbourne um, there's not a lot going on when you're talking about kicking a foot in the office I think we've got three people out of 28 in the office as well and yeah I don't think there's um much more than a bit of footy throwing around and, and there's basketball on the TV and yeah, a bit of talk about who to bet on tomorrow. So what a time to be in Melbourne. Um, I'm excited to be back and uh, this episode off the back of the weekend, the block was on. We're going to be talking about um, some uh, what happened at the block and who was the main man on the show who had everybody uh, talking and buzzing online. But before we get into that, guys, in more exciting news for the numbers game, which is in high demand and the reason we've come back in action to crack, uh, crack out another season before Christmas, we actually have our first major sponsor who's come on board and I'm very excited to announce that Dashboard Insights is going to be the first major sponsor of the numbers game. Obviously, some good synergies when we talk numbers and Dashboard Insights is a business that throws together real-time dashboards for business owners uh, to have a visual representation of their business's performance. So it takes all that data and all those numbers and puts it into a neat, easy place for you to see what's happening in your business. Um, we use it ourselves at Future Advisory. So speaking from personal, personal experience, 
The business dashboards provides clarity, direction, and motiv- motivation to our team who can see their numbers as well. And when we're seeking to pursue a high-performing culture, business performance has been absolutely critical for us to share with our team to show them how their day-to-day operations affects the greater good of our organization. So if you're in business and you're interested in checking out dashboard insights and how they may be able to throw together some epic dashboards to help you empower your business, head over to dashboardinsights.com, show some support, go and give them a follow on Instagram and LinkedIn. And um, Ryan Richardson and the team there will be more than happy to talk to any of our numbers game audience about how they might be able to do some work with you. So thank you to Dashboard Insights for coming on board. We're excited for another great season. And Jace, I think you mentioned we're probably going to get Ryan to come on and talk about dashboards at some stage, which would be awesome because uh, I think Marty can attest to this as a as a business that's grown rapidly over the last few years one of the things we learned and learned really quickly is that we needed to be over our numbers and you know what is happening day to day Um, you know the old saying what's what's measured is managed is Mm -hmm. so true and you'll attest to this as well Jace because you're a reasonably young growing business and you can get pulled in a thousand different directions without coming back to focusing on what um, what you really needed to. And I think from what I understand about Dashboard, it brings all that together and makes that a really easy process to be yeah. across what's going on day to day. This day and age where you're using multiple different apps and technology to run your business as well, it's really about centralizing all that information into one place. So whether you're using HubSpot, Zero, a different CRM, stuff in Google Sheets, there's all different areas you keep your data and as we know, data is uh, pretty powerful stuff. You can get into one place and make decisions from it. It's uh, going to definitely empower some great things. Yeah, that's fantastic. Welcome on board. And I think, again, like there's always high-level numbers, but those micro numbers that sometimes can get missed can be very, very costly. So, you know, just having a clear read on all the subtleties around the data uh, really makes you much more efficient on conversion and where you should be spending your time, energy, and money. So, um, yeah, it's great that we have a sponsor, but such a great sponsor given that we're talking numbers all the time. So welcome. Very excited to crack in today's episode two. A few numbers to unpack and a bit of a story and some background. Guys, you probably heard the name Adrian Portelli. It is, he is everywhere at the moment. Um, and if you haven't heard the name Adrian Portelli, we're going to go into a bit of a background about who is Adrian Portelli and why he's uh, on everyone's lips at the moment. But the block finale aired over the weekend. I'm going to be honest and, and share that I watched zero episodes of the block for the entire season, season but I did happen to tune in for the auctions because I thought that would be pretty exciting and, and just a good way to kind of round out um, catching the whole season capped into one episode. And, uh, Adrian actually bought three of the five properties last night on the block. Um, While we're recording this, it was on last night. Um, So we wanted to discuss who is Adrian Portelli and how did he come along to have all this wealth that he was able to buy three out of five block properties. But before we unpack Adrian Portelli, have you guys heard of him before and what's your basic knowledge so far? Definitely heard of him. I know he's from uh, Coburg, from what I understand, um, and had a... Oh, well, really had no idea about his business. Um, I thought it was almost like a lotto setup. Yep. Um, but obviously talking about it in the last few hours with you a little bit deeper this morning, I understand it's far more than that. So um, I also know that he's got a he's got a rare McLaren in his uh, in his lounge room, which he had lifted in, uh, craned into his apartment, which is yep. pretty incredible. So I, th- I think that's when he 
people first came to know him, really. There's this guy yeah, getting McLaren craned into his lounge room. Popped in and out of the media over the years, but uh, if there's one way to really promote you or your business or who you are, it's uh, crane a $3 million McLaren into your $39 million apartment, 57 stories above Melbourne. That's not a bad way to start to be recognised and uh, have your name spread around town. So... A bit of background also to, you know, why he would just rock up to the block and buy three out of five homes um, back in 2022 season. Uh, he'd bid on Oz and Omar's property. This is the out at Gisborne. Um, he'd bid something around four, 4.25 million. And Danny Wallace, who's another well-known bidder at the block auctions, um, absolutely in what, what I'd describe as a dick swinging contest, came along and bid 5.5 million. And Adrian Portelli went, bugger this, I'm out. And he didn't end up buying a property or that property at the time. Um, there was a lot in the media who said he was a dummy bidder. He was mates with Oz and Omar. He was only there to drive the price up and that he never really had the money to buy the property anyway. So I think when you get a bit of this negative press come out about you that, you know, you, you're not who you, who you say you are and that, you know, you don't have what it takes to do it. I think uh, the reason he came back this this block season was to come back with a vengeance to go, I'm going to prove all the, uh, all the people wrong and, you know, watch what I can do. So he did end up buying one of the uh, last season's houses for about four, four and a half million from um, Sharon and Anchor. And he ended up giving that away as part of his LMCT giveaways, which is his um, promotions business that he has, which we'll unpack a little bit further on. And that ended up also in the media too, because the people who uh, won the property ended up doing negative press saying that him and his mates had stolen a hundred grand worth of furniture from this property. So I don't know if you saw that in the news as well, Marty, not across no, that either. No. Mate, Marty, I'm obviously in. I'm, I'm reading different newspapers to you. I'm just waiting for Big Brother tonight, so, you, you know. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know, I think, you know, they say, you know, any any press or any media is good media for business, even if it's negative. So, um, you know, when and when Adrian's got the business he has, um, you can probably understand as we unpack it. But a little bit of background. Um, people may not know that Adrian actually went over to LA. He was born in Malta and then... Uh, they came to Australia, him and his family. Um, he did some time in LA when, as a young tech entrepreneur, and he created some cutting edge businesses called Exclusive Hire, which is a hire business for luxury cars in LA and Connect. So if you're going to book trips, vehicles, yachts, and you're in LA, you're likely to come across Exclusive Hire and a business called Connect. They were Adrian's original startups back in LA. Um, his media company was behind founding those exclu the exclusive hire and the connect business. So if you want luxury bookings in LA, that's where you're going to end up landing. But obviously over here in Australia, he's probably more well known for LMCT+. Now, Nick, you talked about it being a bit of like a lottery business or a raffle business. But what it ends up being is an online club. Now, this is how we, Adrian and the business has been able to get a, get around certain gambling and uh, regulatory rules. But by offering shopping discounts and giveaways, people subscribe to a membership through LMCT Plus, this online club. And then what happens is you get free entries into giveaways for cars, boats, houses, cash, all these sorts of things. So 
Um, a lot of people have kind of sucked up, complained, like the tall poppy syndrome. They've dobbed Adrian's business into all the different gambling commissions and said there's a problem. And over the last couple of years, he's been investigated by um, the VGCCC, which is a Victorian Gambling Casino Control Commission. He's been investigated by New South Wales. And most of, and all of these investigations so far have come back and gone, they're doing nothing wrong. So... Um, the numbers behind this is, is crazy, though. It says that there's a potentially 100,000 members and reported revenues are at least $70 million per year for the LMCT Plus business. Now, his $1 billion net worth was recently reported on the Young Rich Lister through the AFR, and most of that is said to have been made up of the paper valuation of LMCT Plus. So you can imagine if you've got a $70 million turnover business, which is dropping quite a lot of that to the bottom line, doesn't require a big multiple to get you to a billion dollar valuation. So thoughts so far, guys, any questions on, on what I've discussed? There's probably a little bit to unpack there on, on how it all works. I'm already impressed and you've got my attention. It's uh, again, I think that would be running pretty lean that business. And again, there's a set of rules and parameters for you know, people to follow. And if you're good enough to create a business that honors that and does what it does, then, you know, that's just intelligence at the end of the day. And I love seeing entrepreneurs, you know, go and collect ideas from other countries and then reshape them in their own mm -hmm. way in Australia. So again, I think we've got to get outside of that tall poppy thought and think about, you know, how do we, how do we create these types of businesses in Australia more often? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of that, but yeah, you've got my attention, Jace. <laughs> so unpack LMCT a little bit. So why why would people subscribe to this rewards um, business and shopping tool? Now, obviously, there's there's been talk of it being a loophole purely for people to get into the, the raffles or the lottery and the giveaways. But when you actually dig a little bit deeper, there's actually quite a bit of substance to the shopping tool and the rewards club. So looking into it, there's 750 businesses that have registered with LMCT Plus to be a rewards partner. So when you do subscribe for, let's say, your $20 membership or your $100 membership or whatever you choose to go with, you are actually getting access to 750 businesses that are offering you discounts that you wouldn't get without your subscription or membership to LMCT Plus. The brands include well-known brands such as Total Tools, Adore Beauty, Ultratune, Bow Repairs, Interior Secrets. So there's many of these places that are offering quite quite great substantial discounts, 15, 20% off. So, you know, if you think every year you're going to go and spend, you know, a thousand bucks on new tires at Bow Repairs or get your car serviced at Ultratune, you can get 20 or 30% off. That all of a sudden basically cancels out your membership to LMCT Plus. And as an added bonus you're getting free entries every month or every week into giveaways where you could win cars, cash and whatnot. So not, not endorsing or promoting LMCT plus. It's just as I, the more I look into it, I've always kind of sat back and gone, oh, why would I subscribe to that? Oh, it's just, everyone's just giving Adrian free money because they want to win something, but there's actually way more to it. And like you, Marty, I'm impressed with the entrepreneurial like um, vibe and energy that Adrian's been able to grow and put into this business. And not just Adrian, I think in case uh, any of the other guys with Adrian listen, Troy Candy, um, who you may have may or may not have heard of, is another partner in LMCT, one of the original guys. But just that in itself is that they've legitimized 
this to make it work so that they've gone above and beyond what, what could be seen as a bit of a gimmick and, and a bit of a dodgy thing, but they've made it as legitimate as possible. And then in a more impressive turn of events, Marty, they've even created what's called the Little Legends Foundation, where quite a lot of the profits are funneled over to Little Legends Foundation or, you know, they've, they've sent attention over there. And over the years, I think it's up to millions has been put towards projects for children um, with various chronic illnesses and a variety of disabilities where they've been able to do things kind of a bit like Starlight Foundation or, or you know, those kind of kids' charities. And, um, you know, their, their goal is to improve the lives of children who suffer chronic illnesses and diseases. You can't do that if you haven't got any money. So that's, that's you know, tremendous that it's putting that money's going back into the community. But I'm really excited about this concept in general because, like, I'll give $10 to win a prize home because, mm. yeah, that's good. It helps the charity out. But you want to win the house, right? You know, you win a $2.7 million house. Let's just uh, let's just put that on the cards. You know, it's pretty exciting for 10 bucks. Just the hopes and dreams in the next two weeks, you know. It just, uh, you know, makes, makes the weeks a bit better. But what I love that he's doing is he's incorporating those business discounts on top of that because now you've got a double whammy of opportunity and just the connectedness of that space. Seven, What was it, 750 businesses on Seven, board? Yep. So yep. you think about all those businesses that are now getting buy, buy into his business with what he's doing as well and the members. So to me, you've got this now, this compounding effect that's just reaching far and wide than what just the standard like lottery house would be would be doing um so i really like that connectedness and networking expansion of that concept and you're getting benefits and it reminds me of on a whole different level but uh costco in in the us where they will make the majority of their money on their subscription to be able to shop there but they only make like a three to four percent margin on the products they make all their money through the subscription and then they expand and it benefits the consumer. The consumer comes in, wants to shop there, they're saving money, they're excited. But this is on a whole different scale uh, in regards to where this could go. So I actually really like this model mm. um, and I, I will look it up at the end of this podcast because I just think it's a no-brainer to get that level of value uh, from a subscription. So very clever, very clever, Jace. Yeah, well, when you're talking of having close to $6 million a month in revenue and they do, you know, $1,000 a day cash giveaway, if, if or, uh, you chance, you, every day they give away $1,000 cash. Every couple of weeks they might do a major giveaway like 100 grand or 200 grand or a car. And then maybe every quarter you go in the chance to win a multi-million dollar home. But we're talking tens of millions of dollars of revenue with very low costs going back out the door. But what they also have, which we, we talk, kind of talked about before the show, was social proof. Because so many people win from these free entries into these giveaways, you've got ongoing social proof where all over social media, all over the testimonials, all over news articles, you've got real life everyday Aussies that have won prizes through this giveaway and go, Thank you so much for changing my life. So then from this social proof, if you're not subscribing to this rewards club where you get the chance to win a house or cash or a new car, you almost feel like you're missing out. So, you know, I would say, you know, to, to Adrian's credit, 
all this publicity that he's doing, he, he talks about not really liking to be in the spotlight. Um, you know, when you think about what he's done over the years, um, look, I think maybe he's starting to enjoy the spotlight a little bit more <laughs> of recent times. Um, but, you know, every time he ends up on the news or being promoted, whatnot, if, if he gets another couple of hundred subscribers or thousand subscribers, it's just the valuation of his business goes up and up. And there's, you know, to be honest, and there's more more everyday people that are in this chance to win something pretty spectacular through their free entries into this giveaway system. Everyone, everyone wants to win, don't they? And the fact is the one annoying thing about just the prize homes is you've got to wait for two months, right? Mm. So if you're getting wins, you know, during the week that you're seeing that social proof, it gets very exciting. But at the very least, even if you don't win, you get a commercial benefit in regards to the discounts on brands that you're utilizing. So yeah. you're still winning. So it's really, really clever when you look at it from that perspective. What are your mm. thoughts, Nick? Are you just signing up there? Or <laughs> no, just... <laughs> just, I am having a look though at um, the giveaways, which are, which are impressive. And you know what else? The giveaways, um, the giveaways are very different as in the, everyone would be interested in this. So, I guess what I mean by that is, you know, on the 25th of October, they gave away a Turbo HSV VZ Senator, which, you know, is probably only a certain percentage of the community is actually going to be interested in that. Obviously, it's worth money, so someone else could sell it. But um, a Quintrex uh, boat, a Harley Davidson. They've got a pretty, pretty, like, they've got a target market, that's for sure. It's like, you know, they're... The 20, 20 to 30-year-old, yes. you know, young Aussie kind of, you know, trade exactly probably what it is. fits the market a lot more than the, you know, yep. let's say our, our parents probably aren't going to rush to buy a subscription to LMCT Plus. But, yes, you no, know, you've actually nailed it. You've actually nailed it. Like just looking at these now, it's, yeah, it's the 20 to 40-year-old uh, Yeah, mostly Aussie. blokey, male. Yeah. But it's, um, I guess the thing that gets me is it seems so simple but he's actually done it and mm. like, I don't know, I'm almost dumbfounded at how simple, how simple it is. And yeah. that's obviously not, it's a, it's a marketing plate. If I look at this at the end of the day, it's marketing, right? So where's all of the logistics and the prizes and all that sort of stuff is what it is. And there's obviously legals around whether or not, um, you know, he can, he, he can operate it, but it's, it's all marketing. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So I don't know. It just seems so simple. Well, I got I got sucked into the marketing. Well, this maybe this could be seen as the marketing side of it, but there was a a live Facebook event or whatever the other day, and his his face popped up on my screen because I follow all the pages, and it was him live at eight p.m. going, guys, you know, Adrian Portelli here, about to give away two hundred thousand dollars cash, and you can see all the people joining live to see because, you know, there's a hundred thousand people that are in the draw to win two hundred grand cash. Now, if you think about it, and you're one in one hundred thousand, or that because of the volume of entries, the numbers will be different. But if your your chances of winning lottery might be one in fourteen million or something, mm. you tune in live at eight pm. You're holding your phone, and he rings someone live and talks to them on Facebook Live, and you can hear a real life person on the other side fucking crying, like, "Oh my god, I just won two hundred grand, Adrian. Thank you so much." If you weren't a subscriber, then you're sitting there going, "Shit, I'm I'm pretty tempted to to get a bloody membership to this thing if this is the kind of thing that goes on." Uh, but you're right, Nick. I mean, I think being first to market or one of the early people to market has helped LMCT Plus and Adrian's business. There's quite a few others that are doing this now in different kind of 
uh, mostly car giveaways, boat giveaways, yeah. different packages. Uh, and they followed a very similar um, blueprint and setup. There is a there is a lawyer's website. I think it's Gladwin Lawyer, Gladwin Legal, something like that. They've actually done a huge article on how to structure like LMCT plus and they've gone, we're not affiliated with them, but here's how they've done it. And they've kind of gone through, you know, the different legal uh, loopholes, the structures to set up, um, the membership terms, competition terms, the permits needed in relevant states and all those kind of things. So, you know, there, there is, this is a known business model now that people are trying to replicate and go for. Mm. Um, so yeah, you'll probably start to see them pop up more now that you're aware of what it looks like. And I actually saw one of them, the, the one of the way it was described as a membership based trade promotion. So if you want to look into what LMCT is basically technically called a trade promotion and one of the more simple ones to, to try and get your head around how it works was Macca's Monopoly. Mm-hmm. So Macca's Monopoly is a similar thing where, Maccas can't get you to gamble or try and enter a draw to win a car or a house or cash. But when you go and buy your large Big Mac meal and you peel a couple of those Maccas Monopoly stickers, you're going in a chance for a free giveaway. Maccas haven't charged you any more for those little stickers that you peel off. They're free. But you're excited to go down to Maccas when Maccas Monopoly is on and buy the extra you know, maybe mm. the extra large fries or whatever, or the extra Coke or whatever it is to get you a few more little peely stickers in the Macca's Monopoly entry. So similar yeah. thing, trade promotion. So different uh, partners will partner with McDonald's to give away, maybe it's a Mercedes or, you know, maybe it's a particular house done by a particular builder. So that might be a one way for you to get your head around thinking about what, like how, what's a trade promotion and how does it work? but that's the model of business and, and there's plenty of them out there. And if you look into it and you get targeted by the algorithm and whatnot, you'll start to see these things popping up everywhere, like on my feed. I love what uh, Nick was saying, the simplicity of the business. It always seems simple on the back end when you, yep. when you see it. And Charlie Munger talks about that. He goes, if something's paying the same, you don't get any extra credit for jumping over a seven foot hurdle to jumping over a one foot hurdle. As long as it works and it you know, serves value, then uh, you you want to honour that. But it reminds me also of this episode of uh, Young Sheldon that I've been watching with Charlie. <laughs> and they have this, uh, they have a laundry mat in this background uh, gambling facility. This is very different. But they can't issue cash prizes off the gambling. So they have to give them a plushy toy. And then the plushy toy is sent back in for a cash exchange. And that's the loophole they get around in order to keep this going. This seems much more legit than that, oh. but it just brought me back to that. Um, it's amazing what, uh, you know, how you yeah. can you can work it to your advantage as long yeah. as it's legal. So, and look at where there's a will, there's a way. And I think, look, again, that tall poppy syndrome, we've got a 34-year-old, you know, guy who's had a crack and built an absolute empire. Um, and look, beyond... Beyond LMCT, um, you know, he's got energy drinks. He's got a home furnishing business. He's been involved in bikini lines, childcare centers. He's got developments and he's also got different things related into um, the NDIS, um, you know, as well as his little Legends Foundation and whatnot. So this is a guy that's built an empire and and is doing much more than just a a raffle or a lottery, um, Mm. as some people originally saw it. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Portelli, and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the unpacking of who is Adrian Portelli and what is LMCT Plus. What are we doing, Marty? Are we signing up or what are you thinking? Well, I'm just thinking we need to get him on. 
because it's like he had a number of failed businesses, if I recall, prior to setting this up and doing very, very well. Um, I'm sure I heard him on an interview saying that he made a couple of tough mistakes in the early days. But like you said, it's um, to get that level of mindset to be able to orchestrate this uh, so simply and effectively to scale as he's done is very, very uh, impressive and should be celebrated. I mean, we all want a little bit more of that. That's for sure. Well, we'll uh, ta- tag Adrian on our socials uh, when we when we post this episode, and I'm sure uh, Adrian will be happy to come on board and have a bit of a chat about his background and his life and uh, what's been going on. Love it. That's been episode 139 of The Numbers Game. We thank you for joining. Back for a new season. If you haven't already clicked the follow, subscribe and like button, get onto all your devices and platforms and get around The Numbers Game. Uh, At some point in the future, you'll probably have to subscribe to our rewards platform, TNG+. Uh, We'll we'll be uh, getting in the background, developing that at some point soon. But thank you for joining us again. And until next time, subscribe and game over.